to the Badass Fertility Podcast. It's your sister, Catherine. I'm so glad you're here. Seriously, today we have a show that is very close to my heart. And as I say that, I'm like, do I say that a lot? Um, But I probably do because it's actually true, right? Um, I'm not going to do a show if it's not close to my heart. And today what we're talking about is an issue that comes up for every woman who is struggling to conceive, who's self-aware enough, and if you're listening to this podcast, you are a self-aware woman, who's self-aware enough to recognize it. And what we're talking about is control. So... um, little background. When I was struggling, I struggled for years to get pregnant with my daughter for um, a few different rounds of egg retrievals. We got nothing but abnormal embryos. Uh, I would sit there watching one friend after another get pregnant after like seriously barely fucking trying. And at one point I came across a quote and I just felt really compelled to share this quote with you today. And it might sound a little cheesy at first, but bear with me because I'm going to wrap it around and connect it to control in a way that I think is really valuable. I know it is for me, and I hope it will be for you too. So the quote is, life's not about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning how to dance in the rain. And there is a woman who needs to be attributed to this quote, and I don't have it in front of me, but I'm going to put her name in the show notes. So I will cite the quote. It's not me. It's It's a famous quote. All right. So I, I'll be honest with you, I'm actually going through a pretty tough time right now myself, and I never thought anything could be as hard as trying to have my daughter, and that's spoken by a woman who was also diagnosed with thyroid cancer, right, and had a thyroidectomy before I ever even went on to have my daughter. So, and I still thought trying to conceive my daughter was the hardest thing I'd ever dealt with. It was the hardest thing I'd ever dealt with, but... Now I can see my daughter's about to turn four and I can tell you trying to conceive was the teacher I needed to navigate the next phase of my life. Okay. So, I mean, you know, life is hard when it feels like you can't get out from under the rock of negative experiences that just keep holding you down, right? When things just, things just truly are out of your control. And on the fertility journey, truly out of your control refers to many things, but some of them that I want to share and and name off is you can't control if your body responds to your meds. You can't control when your clinic gives you, finally gives you your first appointment or any appointment for that matter. You can't control if people ask you questions that make your stomach drop and steal your precarious happiness right out from underneath you all in the same moment. You can't control if your body is going to hold on to the baby that's just implanted. You can't control if this baby will be healthy. You can't control if this baby will be born breathing. I mean, you can't even control the traffic on the way to the doctor, right? I hate to break it to you and to myself, right? But You can't control anything except one thing. Do you know what I'm going to say? You. You get to control your response. You get to control your perspective. 
You get to control your perception. You get to control your expectations. And by that, I mean expecting the best, not the worst. You get to control your choices. In essence, you get to control what you do and you get to control who you choose to be. You get to control who you choose to be. The things we have control of in life aren't the tangible things. We cannot control the material world around us, and that includes other people's actions, responses, behaviors, etc. We cannot control those things. But thankfully, we do have control of something much deeper than that, and that's our connection to ourselves and our innate ability to find the joy find the hope, believe in a better tomorrow, no matter the evidence flying in our fucking face that the ego brain may want to use to argue the contrary, to argue it's never going to work. It's true. You don't control the rain, but you get to decide if it ruined your day or if you'll dance in it. When we let go of the expectation of what things are supposed to look like, the timeline you want to have your baby on, the way a pregnancy test is supposed to make you feel rather than how it feels after loss, the expectation that your life should be unfolding similarly to your friends' lives, the idea that because you're ready for a baby, the universe should give you one, the assumption that your baby needs to come from your body or your eggs in order to truly be yours. When we let go of the expectation of what we think will make us happy and accept what is right in front of us, it is actually so liberating. It's so liberating. It's like that rock that I was referring to earlier in this show loses its weight. Now, that said, if you feel sad, miserable, and alone, feel it. Right? I'm not saying let's paint, paint, paint over our sadness and pretend it isn't there. We have got to lovingly assure ourselves it is reasonable to feel all the feelings. All feelings are welcome in my world, right? Not just fancy pants, pie in the sky. I'm going to think positive and manifest my baby feelings, right? Fuck that. Okay? No. We're not here to pretend that only one side of the coin is there. There's two sides of the coin. What we're here to do is learn how to dance with it, right? To extend the metaphor of my quote from earlier in the show. So the first thing you've got to do is you've got to be real with yourself in a non-judgmental way. Are you telling yourself or like, I waited too long. This isn't going to happen. Feel that. Cry. Cry that you feel that, not because it's true, but because in that moment you feel it. And then soothe yourself. Really soothe yourself. Remind yourself it's okay. And while that thought may not be right and it may not be true, it's understandable and okay to feel sad and afraid. The key is don't get stuck in it. Remind yourself that story is just one version 
of an incomplete picture that has not been filled in yet. And you truly do not know how it's going to end. You don't know how it's going to end. So once you've cried or yelled or done what you need to do to be honest about how you're feeling and you've reminded yourself that that story is not a fact, you don't know the ending of your story. If you are listening to this podcast right now, you don't know the ending to your story and you're doing a huge service to your dream by tuning in today. So shout out to you. Then ask yourself, is it true? Right? Which is what kind of like what we were saying. Are there other possible endings? Are there endings? Are there ways to your baby that you haven't even considered? Which might even include just getting pregnant out of the blue or adoption or surrogacy or anything in between any of those ideas. And maybe one of those things could actually make you the happiest mom in the world. Again, this is not about lying to yourself or making yourself okay with what doesn't feel okay. So I am not advocating just just figuring out a solution and telling yourself, oh, this will work. It's about honestly engaging with possibilities that might work really well for you, but you haven't realized yet because you're stuck in control. Okay, and then it's time to remember there's always something to be grateful for. Even in your darkest hour, there is always something to be grateful for, but we don't often see it. In fact, our brains are literally hardwired to go to the negative. And okay, so my teacher, Marianne Williamson, shout out, yes, little brag. I did train with her for over a year, one-on-one. She gave me direct coaching on all of the coaching that I use, taught me many spiritual principles that I incorporate into my coaching, and some of which are even in this podcast right now. Um, But she used to always say it takes three positive thoughts to outweigh the impact of one negative one. That is a lot of work to get to neutral, not to mention how much work it takes to be positive and now add on to it, you know, the stress of the struggle to conceive of, you know, God forbid being given this, this diagnosis of infertility, but it's really tough. And we know that genuine positivity, not the fake kind, it has a healing effect on your body and your spirit. I mean, you have innate tools that are waiting to be utilized to guide and assist your journey to your greatest life, your journey to being the best mom you could ever be. And I want you to consider this question very seriously. What if this experience isn't about punishing you, but rather preparing you to show up in life in a bigger way? What if it's giving you, oh, excuse me, I just got like dry in my throat. Hold on. Okay. What if it's giving you everything you need to make your dreams come true? Giving you everything you need to make your dreams come true and then some. What if rather than looking at everybody else's path and everybody else's expectations, you just focus on yourself? You focus on one foot following the other, tiny little baby steps, no pun intended, maybe pun intended, when the sadness, depression, hopelessness, fear, and rage come up, you can process them by getting curious about them. 
Because the truth is we have so much control over our lives, but it doesn't come in the form that our ego brain wants it to. So I'm going to repeat that. We do have so much control over our lives, but it doesn't come the way we want it to. Your ego brain wants you to control the timeline, but your spirit knows the timeline will take care of itself when you follow your inner guidance. The ego brain wants you to make a plan so that you so that you can follow and execute with guarantees. If I do all of these things on my list, I will be fertile. I will be healthy. I will get fucking pregnant the next time I try. But there's another part of you that knows that progress will be seen in how you feel while you navigate this path. And that the more you practice connecting to yourself, the more you're going to get clear direction on where you need to go. It is not about control. It is about connection. Your ego brain wants to compare you to your friends, right? What they have, how long it took them, what they did, what supplements did they take, what did they do? And then use all that information to decide how you're measuring up. Are you good enough or not? But your spirit, your inner self knows you're enough. You're perfect. You're perfect. You're fucking perfect, okay? Exactly as you are. And you don't need to compare and despair based on your friends. So the question for today is not, how do I relinquish control? The question is, how do I focus on what I can control and let go of the rest? I really hope you'll sit with this question today, maybe several days. I think it's a really powerful insight with the potential to unlock invisible doors inside yourself. So with that, I will repeat it. (laughs) The question for today is not, how do I relinquish control? The question is, how do I focus on what I can control and let go of the rest of that shit? Okay, so I love you so much. I am so glad that you tuned in today. I really, I don't know, there's just something about this quote and something about the power of the words in this show that I am really feeling and I hope that, I hope that you feel them too and I hope you remember that the calling you have to motherhood, it's not made up. You're feeling it because you know somewhere deep in your heart, it's meant for you. So trust yourself to navigate the path to your baby and sister, you're going to get there. As always, if you like this show, please be sure to follow it and leave us a review. Five-star reviews help train the algorithm so other women who are looking for fertility podcasts can find this one and benefit from tuning in and turning it up. So again, I am sending you so much love and I cannot wait to see you next week. Bye.